It's time to eat. What are you hungry for? Sit down and get ready to consume an abundance of fantasy football knowledge from Ross Tucker and Joe Dolan. Feed me now! I'm starving! On the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast. Yeah, let's eat, baby! It is the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast presented by DraftKings. I'm Ross Tucker. He's Joe Dolan. We are are going to get you up to date on what you need to know from a fantasy perspective with everything that's gone on over the last week, really over the last six days or so after Joe and I did a show a week ago with a lot of the big news early in free agency. There is a lot more to discuss. You can and should always follow me at Ross Tucker NFL, us at Ross Tucker Pod, him at FG underscore Dolan on social media. We love, love, love fantasypoints.com where you use the code 22FEAST to get ready to go with the 2022 NFL season and start to get all of the awesome stuff that Fantasy Points doles out. And Joe, I'm honestly, this week might have been even more eventful then last week, we, we might even have almost more to talk about. Yeah, the uh, the Deshaun Watson fiasco was clogging up the, uh, I guess, the entire market. And we've had two blockbuster trades, well, I'm, three blockbuster trades, if you count Matt Ryan. Um, and Deshaun Watson was obviously, uh, it wasn't the first of those because Devontae Adams was, but I think that's probably the one that is going to be on everybody's minds for multiple reasons most of which we don't care to discuss, but unfortunately we have to because that's the name of the game. But uh, yeah, Ross, Deshaun Watson was obviously, I think, the big one that that kind of unclogged the pipes, so to speak. Well, so let's let's start with that. And the fit for him in Cleveland as a fantasy quarterback and what it means for the Browns' skill guys. Well, first and foremost, um, I don't think they're done. Um, there, there, there's a chance they bring back Jarvis Landry. There's been talk of Watson's boy, Will Fuller coming in. And ultimately Ross, the, the, the key problem here is, I, I know you've been talking about this trade with multiple people from multiple angles. I mean, look at the way they constructed the contract. There's an expectation here that Deshaun Watson's going to be suspended. They went out and they signed Jacoby Brissett, who obviously has extensive starting experience. Um, and Jacoby Brissett um, is now the backup quarterback. And I think he went there with the expectation that he's probably going to have to start four, six, eight games. I don't know how much, but I would be stunned based on the NFL's recent suspensions for guys like Kareem Hunt, who's on this team. Um, it's past suspension of Ben Roethlisberger that Deshaun Watson would not be suspended. So once that comes down, we're going to have a clearer picture. But cynical as it may be to talk about it from this angle, any way you slice it, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson's a top six, seven, eight, top five quarterback in the NFL. And this is better news for Amari Cooper, which, you know, last week we're talking Amari Cooper. Oh, my God, this is a downgrade across the board. Well, his history, Deshaun Watson, of feeding number one wide receivers is fantastic. I mean, in 2018, 
DeAndre Hopkins was wide receiver three, Will Fuller wide receiver 20. In 2019, DeAndre Hopkins wide receiver six, Will Fuller wide receiver 38. In 2020, Will Fuller wide receiver eight, Brandon Cooks wide receiver 17. This is a guy who can play in a pass-first offense, and he will pepper guys with targets. But obviously, the suspension's going to come down. I don't think I can, if, if I'm doing a best ball draft, I don't think I can draft Deshaun Watson as a top 10, top 12 quarterback with the expectation I'm not going to have him for maybe half the season. Um, The NFL certainly understands. You know the NFL loves protecting the shield. This guy getting a $230 million fully guaranteed contract with 22 unsettled sexual assault lawsuits, in addition to just just, uh, the, the grossness that that kind of entails, the NFL knows that reflects poorly on the shield. So I expect there's going to be a suspension here. I have no inside information, certainly, on that. But I do anticipate, Ross, there will be a suspension. So what does this mean for guys like Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, in your mind, Joe? I, I know Cleveland's always been based on the run game, yeah. but they haven't had a quarterback like Deshaun Watson either. Yeah, so Nick Chubb's upside is hurt by Kareem Hunt, you know. Um, but I think his life is about to get easier. I mean, the the passing game is going to make things more efficient. I wouldn't be shocked to see Nick Chubb get more efficiency on fewer touches here. Um, now, keep in mind, though, when it comes to maybe the first four, six, whatever games of the season, when I anticipate, again, based on NFL history, based on uh, – based on uh, just the fact that uh, I think the contract suggests they think he's going to be suspended. When Jacoby Brissett is starting, I think Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are going to still be the foundation of the offense. Jacoby Brissett, in 37 career starts, has averaged 199.6 passing yards per game. That is minuscule. So when Jacoby Brissett will be in the lineup, this will continue to be a run first team. I expect Nick Chubb will continue to be a second round pick for fantasy purposes. So you mentioned some of the fallout of that, Joe. Part of that fallout was Matt Ryan mm-hmm. ends up getting traded to the Indianapolis Colts, which, man, that feels like a really good score for the Colts. So they're looking at social media yesterday. There's a lot of people that think Matt Ryan's toast. He's done. He stinks. His arm's shot, which I thought was interesting. Wasn't necessarily expecting that. I I think it's a great fit for Matt Ryan. I think it's a great score for the Colts. I mean, to give up less than you got getting for Carson Wentz and you get Matt Ryan, I, I think the Colts are thrilled. I agree. Um, and let look, let's let's call it like it is. Um, Chris Ballard made the trade for Carson Wentz. He has to wear that, okay? Like, uh, you know, uh, Chris Ballard is now the guy everybody thinks is like this, this god of a general manager. And I'll fully admit, I think he did an incredible job cleaning up a mess. And I think if you're generous to Chris Ballard, you can say Frank Reich is the guy who stuck his neck out for the Wentz trade in the first place. But, I mean... If I want to win today, heck, maybe if I want to win tomorrow, I'd I'd rather have Matt Ryan in, on a third with for a third than Wentz for two thirds, and this is good, I think, for the Colts in general. Now, do I think Matt Ryan is going to be a viable fantasy quarterback? Maybe on the low end, 
Um, Wentz wasn't exactly a, a, a fantasy stud for, ex- for the uh, exception of a couple of weeks there in the middle of the season. But here is what I do like. Matt Ryan, over his last five seasons, here are his wide receiver ones in fantasy points per game. Julio Jones at 15.7 in 2017, Julio at 20.4 in 2018, Julio at 18.3 in 2019, Calvin Ridley at 18.8 in 2020, and Russell Gage at 15.6 in 2021. Then Michael Pittman in 2021 averaged 14 fantasy points per game. This is good news for Michael Pittman. Um, I, I, I think it's good news for Jonathan Taylor. This is going to be a run-first offense anyway, but I think the thing is you had Greg Cosell on the, on the podcast, and he said at the end of the day, at the end of the season, the Colts took the ball out of Carson Wentz's hands. This is not somebody they need to do that with when it comes to Matt Ryan. This is an upgrade for the Colts. This is an upgrade for their offense. What it means, by the way, is that Baker Mayfield is still essentially looking for a job. Maybe you should go to LinkedIn Jobs. That's where employers can create a free job post in minutes to reach their network and beyond. In fact, it's the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. A lot of people out there looking to change industries, looking to change jobs, Baker Mayfield, Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. These are not small businesses that we've been talking about in the NFL. They're big businesses. But small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash feast. That's linkedin.com slash feast to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So what's really interesting, Joe, is there's even more quarterback fallout as a result Let's start, since we're piggybacking off of Matt Ryan and Indy, with Marcus Mariota in Atlanta. We can discuss Cordero Patterson as part of this because I'm curious as to what position he's going to be listed at this year. But I don't know, Joe. I, I, I mean, I guess I kind of feel like the Falcons will probably or might draft the quarterback as well. Possible. Um, which I think is very possible, but – is it okay to think that Mariota with his legs and Arthur Smith's offense might be intriguing? Uh, for fantasy for a little bit, super flex, streaming value, um, as long as he's healthy, which is no guarantee. I mean, let, let's let, let's look at the, the facts. I mean, he had the Mariota package with the Raiders in 2021, but he attempted just two passes all year. He did post 13 carries for 87 yards and a touchdown as a runner. But he also got hurt. I mean, he he 
uh, despite barely playing, a quad injury cost him a month and a half early in the season. Um, so it'll be fair to question he, if he has the durability to be a full-time starter. Meanwhile, it's also worth pointing out that the one year that Marcus Mariota had together with Arthur Smith as a play caller, Mariota ended up getting benched for Ryan Tannehill. So the Falcons don't have any designs on this being more than a bridge starter. They have arguably the worst. Uh, I, actually, I might not even say arguably. I might say they do have the worst offensive roster in the entire NFL right now from, from every standpoint. Um, their wide receiver core is abominable. The best receiver on their team is Alameda Zacchaeus. Um, obviously, Kyle Pitts is going to be the beneficiary of that. And here's a little tidbit for you. Um, uh, Derek Carr got hurt during a game in 2020. Mariota did not start a game with the Raiders, but Derek Carr got hurt early uh, in the first quarter of a game in 2020. Um, uh, Marcus Mariota threw the ball 22 times in that game. Darren Waller was targeted on 12 of those 22 throws, and he posted nine for 150 in a touchdown. So Mariota, at the very least, uh, he's also thrown the ball with alacrity to Delaney Walker in the past with Tennessee. Mariota, at the least, can throw the ball to a tight end who commands the targets. Kyle Pitts is going to command the targets in Atlanta. Unfortunately, he's also going to command the attention of the entire defense. This team is down really bad right now. There's not much on the wide receiver market that would move the needle for me at this stage. It's all kind of bit players. I can't imagine Odell Beckham Jr. would sign there, given they have no shot to win this year, and he's coming off an injury anyway. So I, I think Atlanta is going to, if they get a receiver, it's going to be through the draft. I expect this team to be piss poor offensively. All right. Tell me about Cordero Patterson, Joe. Like what, 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 what is, is he going to be listed at receiver or running back? How much does it matter? It's, he's going to be listed at running back. He might have dual eligibility for fantasy, um, but I think mostly running back. The good news is, you know, he has a history as a receiver, and that history is going to be very important because, again, Alameda Zacchaeus is their top uh, receiver. I think I view Patterson without – like, uh, I've been trying to update my best ball rankings live, Ross, and it has been a futile exercise because as soon as it happens, another big move comes down. I think I'd probably have him, like, as a maybe a fourth, fifth-round pick right now. Um, and I'm a little leery to do that just because of how bad this team is. But they gave him a multi-year deal, which means they obviously like what he brought to the team. He wore down at the end of last year. I think he's, his training this offseason is probably going to reflect the fact that he got way more touches than he anticipated last year, and I think he'll hold up better in 2022. Yeah, you know, man, I just keep thinking about this. I feel like the receivers with rushing ability – those are the guys that, you know, like the Debo Samuels, yeah. you wonder who that might be like with the Miami Dolphins. Is it Waddle? You know, yeah, that they I, give carries to? Yeah, Waddle with um, Miami. You know, I thought Patterson might be somebody that they look at, but obviously they went out and they signed Chase Edmonds, who can probably do some of those things as well. Um, they also brought in Raheem Mostert, which we'll see if Raheem Mostert can stay on the field. But yeah, I like that for Waddle. Um, the thing about Patterson last year was he was – very much more of a traditional running back than Debo Samuel was. I wonder if they'll tweak that role a little bit this year. Got another quarterback, another starting quarterback uh, to talk about. That is Jameis Winston mm -hmm. in New Orleans, Joe. Uh, he's back where he played last year. What do you think of Winston's fantasy prospects and the skill guys in New Orleans? Yeah, so Jameis Winston, the, the good news for Jameis is um, – 
that he didn't have Michael Thomas last year. Now, obviously, you remember that it was one of the lowest uh, volume passing offenses in the entire NFL last year. Uh, but Jameis go- coming back uh, for New Orleans, here's, here's the deal. He was 5-2 and two as a starter. He had 14 touchdown passes to three interceptions before tearing his ACL. While he averaged just 25.2 pass attempts per game in those six full performances, he was working with potentially the worst set of receivers in the NFL. The fact that he chucked just three picks was a huge positive step for him. He's a popular teammate, um, so he's going to be back, with the exception of Sean Payton, and that's a notable exception. Virtually the entire coaching staff is intact. He should have the services of Michael Thomas this year. Um, And also, keep in mind, Alvin Kamara was targeted on over 20% of Jameis Winston's throws last year when Jameis Winston and Alvin Kamara were both active. That's good news for Alvin Kamara as as an RB1 for fantasy with Jameis Winston back in New Orleans. Very interesting. You know, I don't think many people would sit here and think worst receiving core New Orleans Saints. You know, it just doesn't. I mean, look at the guys he was throwing to, you know, Traquan Smith and Mar- Smith and Marquez Callaway and Juwan Johnson and Deontay Harris, who's now Deontay Hardy. Um, but they brought him back as well. Michael Thomas is going to help a lot with the New Orleans Saints this year, though. Okay, Joe, we must discuss the Devontae Adams trade. Seismic. Seismic. What does it mean for Devontae Adams with – Going from Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr, what does it mean for whoever's left of the Green Bay receiving core? I'm, like, stunned that Valdez Scantling hasn't re-signed there yet. That's interesting to me. You'd think the Packers would want him back. And, by the way, why didn't the Packers sign Allen Robinson? Why didn't they trade for Robert Woods? We'll get into those guys. Start with just Devontae and how much of a downgrade you think it is for him going from Green Bay to the Raiders. Well, let's put it this way. I had him prior to this trade as a top five fantasy player and ahead of the likes of Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson and Debo Samuel. Um, After the trade, I've dropped him to 11th and behind those three guys. um, I'm very much teetering with the Debo Samuel, but I still view him as a first round pick. Um, Keep in mind, this is where Adams wanted to play. He said, I, I, like, I've always dreamed of being a Raider. He's reunited with his college quarterback, Derek Carr. Devontae Adams chose this. He did not choose that. This is not the Packers saving money because they're paying Aaron Rodgers a ton. The Packers reportedly were willing to go above what the Raiders paid Devontae Adams. So this is not about money, although he's very handsomely rewarded. He wanted to go play with Derek Carr. He wanted to be in a maybe just a less stressful situation. I don't know what his motivations are, but he's going to be handsomely compensated. Um, and Derek Carr obviously isn't Rodgers, but he's been quietly consistent. Uh, he's thrown for 4,000 more or more yards in four straight seasons. He ranks 14th in yards per attempt, um, but he's not a great fantasy quarterback. But the Raiders were eighth in pass, pass rate last year, and Josh McDaniels isn't going to be afraid to throw the football. Um, I think the chemistry that Devontae Adams and Derek Carr had is probably going to rekindle pretty quickly. I anticipate he will still be in the mix for 90 to 100 catches. This is going to be a a Nick 
uh, for Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller. Darren Waller, who, you know, pound for pound was one of the biggest disappointments in all of fantasy last year. I expect his ADP is going to, to fall. I now have Devontae Adams as a back end of the first round type of guy. Meanwhile, the Packers, I mean, you're looking at Alan Lazard as their top receiver right now. The Packers now have two first round picks. You have to imagine a wide receiver is coming. Um, a lot of things would have been better if they would have taken like T. Higgins or or Brandon Ayuk a couple of years ago instead of Jordan Love. But, you know, I digress. Um, Allen Robinson did not sign there. He signed with the Rams. Well, how about this? And this is a small sample size. But Rodgers stats with and without Devontae Adams. 26.1 points per game with, 27.6 points per game without. 7.4 yards per attempt with, 8.1 yards per attempt without. And this is since 2018. So this isn't when Devontae Adams was struggling early in his career. The fact of the matter is, is Aaron Rodgers is really freaking good. So he's still going to be able to coax quite a bit out of this offense. But um, I, I still view this as a as a uh, um, an in-progress kind of team right now. Because if Alex Scantling resigns with the Packers, which might happen, but he's certainly looking at the wide receiver contracts and is like, well, you know, I mean, come on, look at what Christian Kirk got. I think Devon, I think Valdez Scantling, I'm not sure he's a Devontae Adams type of guy. So I don't think he's somebody who's going to come in there and do 80% of that production. Speaking of production, I absolutely love being able to fund my DraftKings account with cash. All you have to do is sign up in the DraftKings Sportsbook app, select fund with cash in the payment section, and get a digital barcode. Then take your cash and barcode to any one of thousands of participating stores. Super easy. While you're there, pick up some DraftKings gift cards. Don't know what to get your buddy Joe Dolan for his birthday? DraftKings gift card. Don't know what to get your wife for Mother's Day or your mom? DraftKings gift card. Obviously, this is what you get your Father's Day. Get your dad for Father's Day. Done and done. Just visit DraftKingsGiftCard.com to find a participating store near you. March is here. Get in the game with these two awesome, fun, and easy account funding options. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joe, let's talk about the other receivers involved here with the L.A. Rams, I suppose. Allen Robinson, Robert Woods. Yeah, Allen Robinson, uh, let's let's just say he's going to probably plug right in there and he's going to replace Robert Woods. And uh, with Robert Woods getting traded to the Titans. Cooper Cup last year um, basically averaged not 11.6 targets per game with Robert Woods in the lineup and 10.8 without him. His targets actually went down. I got to be honest, Ross. I don't think this affects Cooper Cup all that much. I do think Allen Robinson is going to be able to come in there and essentially fill in right for Robert Woods. I think he's got an opportunity to be a strong wide receiver too. Um, Cooper Cup is obviously going to be a first-round pick, and by the way, I'm Cooper Cup is one of the receivers that I had already in front 
of Devontae Adams for best ball. I neglected to mention him, but that's because I have him as the number two player in all of fantasy. Um, that's not changing for me. I think Allen Robinson, I think slots in probably around that 48 to 50 range in ADP, and I think that's very fair. We'll see what they do with Odell Beckham Jr., but I think there's plenty of, of room for uh, Allen Robinson to come in and produce right away, and it doesn't hurt Cooper Cup at all for me. What about Woods in Tennessee? And, well, yeah, what about Woods in Tennessee? Then I'm going to go off on the Packers. Yeah, so uh, Robert Woods with the Titans, uh, apparently this is a, a place where they were going to do right by him, and they said just pick your spot because the Titans knew uh, – the Rams knew they weren't going to get a ton back for Robert Woods because of all the guaranteed money he has left and the fact that he's coming off an ACL tear. Um, uh, he's expected to be ready for training camp. He He's going to slide right in as the number two if he's available behind uh, A.J. Brown because there is no talent whatsoever here. Um, and uh, I think he's got an opportunity uh, to – get, I don't know, seven to, six to eight targets per game. It's still going to be a run first team. Um, I think he's kind of a wide receiver three. He's going to be 30 years old, coming off a major knee injury and a new heaven, a, a, a run-heavy offense. I think he's like around wide receiver 30 if you're being optimistic on Robert Woods for fantasy. Joe, you seem very optimistic about Leonard Fournette. I saw your tweet this morning oh, at FG underscore Dolan. You saw the contract that he got. You seem very excited about that. Yeah, I mean, because, like, finally, it's something that made sense to me. You know, Tom Brady returns to the Buccaneers, and Leonard Fournette comes back to the Buccaneers. Um, look, it, the Buccaneers gave him a new lease on life. He established himself, reestablished himself, really, as a fantasy superstar in 2021 before getting hurt. He finished fourth among all running backs at 18.3 fantasy points per game. He's been re-signed. Uh, Ronald Jones is still a free agent. Fournette basically said goodbye to the Buccaneers on Instagram, on social media. And I think that was before. I mean, I know it was before. Tom Brady came back, and it kind of changed the equation. If Tom Brady comes back, you continue to push to go to the Super Bowl. They went out and they signed Russell Gage, which I think is a really underrated move that I like quite a bit. Um, and you bring back Fournette, and look, I, he was the RB4 last year. I'm struggling to find seven, eight running backs. I'm ranking higher than Leonard Fournette this year. He's going to be off the board before the end of the second round of your fantasy drafts. I'm a little confused as to Russell Gage, number three receiver in Tampa versus number one receiver in Atlanta. Uh, Russell Gage, well, he's he. Let, let's put it this way: he now gets to catch passes from Tom Brady, who personally recruited him, as opposed to I know things have changed quite a bit, but as opposed to catching passes from Marcus Mariota, uh, I think Russell Gage is probably very happy with his career choice. They paid him pretty well, and here's a here's an open ended question that I'm not sure I know the answer to yet. Would you rather have Russell Gage in Tampa or Robert Woods in Tennessee? Because I think I'd rather have Gage. Wow, that's interesting. Gage I mean, is uh, from really a fantasy perspective, from a fantasy yeah, perspective. Yeah, Gage is number three versus Woods is, uh, I think, a number two. But look at the numbers Antonio Brown put up last year. Now, Gage is not Antonio Brown, but he's essentially going to be playing the same role. And Tom Brady personally recruited him. Brady's been watching from across the field the last couple of years at Russell Gage. I think Tom Brady knows a little bit about the receiver position. Obviously, Chris Godwin's coming off the ACL as well. 
I love it. We're talking running backs next week with Wes Huber. Should be awesome. He is all over this running back class. Plus, there's some guys we didn't get to today, Joe. We can talk about from an NFL perspective, like Rashad Penny. Should be awesome. He's at FG underscore Dolan. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. We are at Ross Tucker Pod. And I'm stuffed. We're done. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Feast podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker football podcast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mention DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109 with it. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, doesn't always, sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. 